When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Letterman Row, and welcome to the third week of a game preview. We've already knocked out Notre Dame. We've knocked out Arkansas State, and now we welcome Dave Briggs from the Toledo Blade. Dave, thank you so much for taking the time, and uh, hopefully you can give us a little bit of insight on the Rockets and what they'll bring into the Horseshoe Saturday night. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it, man. Looking forward to it. So let's just dive right in, man. We're not going to waste anybody's time. Uh, This Toledo defense, we talked a little bit before we came on the air, this Toledo defense is not something to scoff at, even for Ohio State, the Big Ten. Uh, this Toledo defense is legit. They've got NFL guys. They've got Jamal Hines, who was one of the top uh, you know, edge rushers in the country last year. Uh, what do you see from this Toledo defense that, that makes it uh, you know, game against Ohio State? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's game against Ohio State, but when you look at you look at Toledo, you kind of you're thinking action. You're looking back 10, 15 years ago when they're just kind of outscoring, outgunning people, and, and not really uh, paying too much attention to defense. But it really, really started to change in 2020 when Coach Jason Candle made two key hires. You know, Vince Karras is the defensive coordinator. He's a guy most people recognize. Larry Karras's son succeeded him in Mount Union and went like 105 or something crazy like that. So that was a big coup to get him to jump to the D1 assistant coaching ranks. And almost immediately, Rockets went from one of the worst defenses in the country to one of the best. They also added Craig Kuligowski, um, who, you know, made his bones at Missouri and Alabama and, and um, as one of the top defensive line coaches in the country. So you combine those two guys and a solid staff and then some really good players. And it's a very good defense. You mentioned Jamal Hines, one of the top statistical edge rushers in the country last year. Uh, does Juan Johnson on the defensive line. Um, you know, they return all four starters. You know, you look at, I think Phil Steele had them ranked the 13th or 14th best defensive line in the country, which would have, if you believe that would have slotted them in at fourth in the big 10. So picture that you're facing a, you know, a middle of the pack, big 10 defense here. So, you know, I, I do think Ohio and obviously Ohio state just has so much speed, so much talent. You're not going to be able to shut them down, but if you look at what Ohio state or uh, what Toledo did to Notre Dame last year in their, or in their second game of the season last year, they were, their defensive line was so dominant that it almost looked like Ohio state was playing Youngstown state or one of those, you know, power conference versus FCS games. It was it was that crazy the way Toledo controlled the line of scrimmage, and and Notre Dame had a pretty good offensive line. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think Toledo will be able to get a little pressure on the quarterback, um, and and it's a dominant front seven, so they could keep it close for a bit. But yeah, it, it it's a good defense. <laughs> well, I won't ask you to make a score prediction just yet, uh, but but I do want to stick on that defense a little bit. Uh, there's a familiar face there in that linebacker room. Dallas Gant uh, comes to Toledo from Ohio State. Uh, it seemed like a pretty smooth um, breakup, if you will, between the Buckeyes and Dallas Gant. A lot of pleasantries exchanged uh, this week between the two sides. Um, do you feel like he's going to try to have a little bit more of an impact on this game? Do you think that he could see an impact? I know that's just somebody that Ohio State fans are familiar with, so I have to ask about him. Yeah, no, for sure. And you're right. I mean, it was uh... – you know, Dallas was very gracious this week, says he has nothing bad to say about Ohio State, loved his time there, obviously just saw a different opportunity here. 
Um, and yeah, he's, he's been great. Um, you know, one of the things that was interesting is, you know, Toledo's front seven was, was so good and so deep and returned so many people that he didn't automatically slot in as a starter, but they had some key early injuries and he really impressed during camp. And yeah, you can tell he's kind of a different level of athlete. He's been Toledo's leading tackler in the first two games. Definitely. I believe he was second one as well. I wasn't at the last one, but, but yeah, he's been a, he's been a key leader on that defense, a great presence. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the defensive line is the strength, but when you can have a guy like Dallas Grant, Dallas Gant back there. Yeah. His coaches love him so far. So let's flip over to the other side of the ball now. A lot of defensive talk. Ohio State offense versus Toledo defense might be what we what we want to see. Uh, but Toledo is also going to have to play some offense against this new Ohio State defense quarterback, Daquan Finn. He's back. Uh, you got some pieces back. Some um, are now you know gone to, from the program, whether that be in the NFL on NFL rosters. Uh, this is a team that routinely produces NFL level guys. Uh, so. What is this Toledo offense, I guess? And that's kind of a broad question, but I'll just leave it at that. What is the Toledo offense? Yeah, it's kind of a, a mixed bag so far. It was a little bit grinding in the first game against UMass. Um, I think statistically they're about the 63rd, 64th in total offense, which is not a, a great sign when you've played UMass and Long Island so far. Um, defense is certainly the strength, but I guess it was a little bit to be expected. You know, you have some moving parts Toledo's offensive line was a bit of a question mark last year, and then they lose two starters um, in injuries during camp. So I think they only return about 25% of their snaps, and and that inconsistency has showed so far. It's kind of reached the point where they had to move one of their defensive tackles over the ball and, and is really playing a big role at center right now. So that kind of uh, tells you where things are at a little bit. But you know, it's a, it, it's, it, it can be a dynamic offense. You know, they lose Brian Kobach to the NFL. He was their, their star running back. Um, but, you know, Daquan Finn brings that dual threat. He was in a bit of a quarterback battle last year. Um, it kind of slowed his development. They were going back and forth, and then he kind of took off the second half of the year. So we've been kind of looking for him to take that next step this year. Really improved his throwing, kind of become the complete package. So, if they can, uh, if they can get that line working and, and develop more of a running game, this could be a good offense. But I, I just don't know if, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know if this they have the weapons or the experience right now to, to uh, you know, give Toledo a real, give Ohio State a real test. Do you think that is going to be the most apparent part of this offense for Toledo? Is the Ohio State defensive line going against maybe a mismatch with that Toledo offensive line? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you know. To, this isn't the Ohio State defensive line of old necessarily, um, or even a few years ago. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when you have a you know this this level of talent on the Ohio State defensive line, it could be a it could be a long night in the. Um, and the good thing for Toledo is they do have a they do have a quarterback who can kind of elude that pressure. But I would expect would not expect Toledo to get much of a, a push or a run game going up front now. Okay, so that that's something to keep in the back of maybe Ohio State fans' minds as they watch this video and, and go into Saturday night, what to expect. Uh, a couple more, and then I'll get you out of here. We don't want to keep you too long. But uh, Jason Candle, Bennett Toledo, I think this is his eighth year now. Could be seventh. Uh, uh, yeah, so this is his seventh year. Yep. Uh, seventh year, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's been a while now. Um, how How important of a year is this for Jason Candle? Yeah, no, I mean, it's make or break, you know, I mean, he's had that real good start the first couple of years, um, you know, Matt Campbell goes to Iowa State, he's promoted from offensive coordinator into the head job and um, have two really good years to start off with, 
and you know, led by Kareem Hunt, who everybody knows. Um, you know, they won the MAC title a second year. And then it's kind of been, uh, you know, again, a mixed bag since then. I believe, well, I mean, let's see, they're 20, I believe 26 and 21 since, since winning the MAC title in 2017, including the two wins this year. And, and yeah, at a place like Toledo, which invests as much in football as any other school in the MAC, um, you know, you see Toledo leading the league in recruiting rankings each year. You know, Kendall's a, a very good recruiter. He's put together a good coaching staff for whatever reason. They just haven't been able to find that consistency for, for, yeah, you know, a lot of reasons that uh, you could dive into. But yeah, it's a it's a huge year for him. I mean, I think it'd be fair to say he entered the season squarely on the hot seat. He's in the second to last year of his contract. A new athletic director just came in. I think they're kind of, uh, you know, they waiting to evaluate him and uh yeah he probably need to get to eight wins to to continue on for sure absolutely do you think and this might be you know scarlet colored glasses from down here in columbus you're up in toledo so you know this uh do you think a good showing against ohio state can help him even if obviously the result might not be a win do you think a good showing against ohio state would would go any sort of blanks for jason Campbell? Oh, sure. I mean, this is a, a huge marquee game for Toledo. I mean, I think it's the first network television game in school history, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But because, you know, you would think over the years you would have played like a 330 game on ABC or whatever. But it's the first network TV game in primetime on Fox um, against, you know, the, the big boy in the state and the, and the country, really. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they if they look good, if they with the country watching Absolutely, it'll help them. It's hard to it's hard to see the formula for to really really keep it close late, but sure, absolutely. So now we get. I'm going to put you on the spot. I we, we I've got to do it. I apologize, but uh, I, I I need a score prediction here. You you've broken it down a little bit. You like this Toledo defense. We're not sure about the Toledo offense. We know what Ohio State is. Maybe uh, what do you got for us at about ten thirty on Saturday night? What do you think the scoreboard will read? <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't think, I think Toledo has the, the front seven to get the pressure and maybe wreak a little havoc early, to keep it close. Um, so I'm going to believe the line's at 30, 32 right now. I, I would probably, I don't think Ohio State's going to cover. I'll say 45, 17. All right. That, that sounds about right. Uh, the people at Letterman Row know that they don't get my score prediction until Friday. Uh, we might even get you in on a little bold prediction on Friday, maybe for the site uh, if we can. So, uh, but that's about all I've got uh, from the Ohio State side asking you about Toledo. Um, Dave, we love your work at the Toledo Blade. The columns are always awesome. Uh, I saw you talk to the Toledo mayor uh, this week. That is great stuff. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, giving us your time. For, for Dave, I'm Spencer. This is Letterman Row. We'll see you guys next time.